0: the volume. Oral Sessions is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hey guys, welcome to Oral Sessions. We've got what I would like to refer to as a premiere exclusive content right here on the old pod. Um, a big weekend in the world of wrestling. If you guys are watching AEW Revolution, a lot of things happened. Specifically speaking, the new signing, the big built up, hyped up signing of one Christian Cage. We get his first interview big deal it's a big deal it's a big deal to me um christian has been a friend of mine for some time Uh, so to see him on this journey he's healthy he's medically cleared he's got years in front of him to compete in the ring to lend his mind to the wrestling world i mean there's so much to tap into from this man that we thought was retired we thought we were never gonna get to see this ever again Yet here we are. The man is signed to a long-term contract with AEW. He's ready to go, perhaps in some of the best shape of his life. After seven years away from the ring, bump free. His body's basically been preserved, uh, a la Austin Powers, as we say in the show here today. Um, so funny thing that we recorded this episode yesterday on Monday, which was, of course, the day after the pay-per-view so we get a, let's just call him a tired, maybe slightly dehydrated version of <laughs> himself. Deservedly so though, let me point that out. Very deservedly so. Gets to reunite with some buddies, celebrate all of the things that he's got coming up in the future here in the, in the wrestling world. Um, so yeah, like I said, this is our uh, exclusive. We get the first interview with Christian Cage so cool to get to like say his like OG 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 name. Uh all right guys, here's the interview you guys are going to love it. I'm so stoked for this dude. I can't wait to see him going full throttle in the ring doing what he does best, the thing that he has wanted to do since he was but a wee boy growing up in Ontario, Canada. And by the way, we spared you guys a ton of Canadianisms on this episode. So we'll have to save that for another one cuz we could have gone in deep. Here's the episode, enjoy it, congrats Christian. Holy shit! We've got Christian Cage on the oral sessions. How are you feeling, dude?
1: I'm tired right now, to be honest with you.
0: I bet you had a bit of a doozy of an evening, huh? Yeah, and
1: uh, it's—I mean, it's—it's weird and cool all in one to hear the full name Christian Cage again.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah,
1: it's weird how things like just kind of come full circle.
0: It's gonna be really weird to like get you like when you sign. Are you gonna do you sign Cage at the end, or do you just leave? I've always just
1: kind of left my signature the same, even like in 2005 when I was Christian cage again for like like three years, I still left my, my signature the same. Yeah. I don't don't know why. Maybe should I change it?
0: I don't know. So I just recently went through that with, I was just doing signings for my cookbook and I was like, Oh, I can write Renee Paquette. When I was Renee young, I never wrote young because I just couldn't get used to writing young. It was always
1: weird. When you're Renee good, you're never bad.
0: Exactly. Not once. (laughs) Never, ever. Um, This is crazy. Yeah. Finally, the announcement comes out. Mm-hmm. That Christian Cage has signed with AEW. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the whole thing? I mean, walking out there, getting to see the crowd, what was there of a crowd?
1: Let me be honest with you. So when I did the Royal Rumble, like what, a month ago at this point, mm-hmm. I was not nervous at all. And I hadn't wrestled in seven years. Insane. When I walked out of that trailer to go out last night, I was nervous.
0: <laughs> Why? Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's because you're, you're in a new environment. Yeah the show started at eight o'clock and I think I got to the venue after seven o'clock, definitely, you know, straight onto a bus and you know, didn't get a chance to see anybody or meet anybody. And you're just kind of like the new kid in class. You yeah. know? And it's, it's kind of been this announcement had been hyped up and kind of took on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of like, Oh my God, am I going to like even live up to <laughs> what people are expecting here? And so, yeah, it was just all these nerves. And I think just the anticipation of getting, it, getting out there and kind of getting,
0: and, okay, getting, so getting it started. You get to go out and I mean, even cause I saw you before in the, yeah. like the pressures mm-hmm. of like, where's hard cam, where am I yeah. supposed to look? What yeah. am I supposed to do? Cause it is a different, it's, new. it's a new, different yeah. setup yeah. Yeah, to like figure out how everything's supposed to work. Um, but the crowd reaction was amazing. It seemed like the whole thing was fantastic.
1: Yeah. It felt good. I mean, obviously it's not ideal times and everybody knows that
0: we at least there were some people in there, the crowd, yeah,
1: but the, the people that were there were loud and that was cool. Yeah for as cool as like the Thunderdome kind of vibe is and then the look and all that sort of thing. It is cool to have some, some people that are there. And um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I was like, just so, so, um, so happy with it.
0: Your stress level leading up to it of that last week on TV, we've got Paul White announcing, Uh got this big signee. And the internet is in a feeding frenzy, wondering who it is. That's all elite bound. Yeah, Uh, What was your sort of anticipation leading up to that, seeing like what the reaction was going to be, what, you know, even knowing that they were going to say there's going to be a signee because that wasn't always going to be the plan. right? I I
1: didn't know. And yeah, as far as I knew at that point in time, it was going to be a complete secret and I would just show up and be a surprise. I didn't realize there was going to be anything. And honestly, this is hundred percent honest on Wednesday, there was, there was nothing
0: signed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, it was a shock to me when I heard it, but, um, you know, obviously I think, um, Tony and I, uh, hit it off pretty quick Yeah, and, um, you know, we felt comfortable enough that, that we were definitely going to, um, get something done and work together at that point.
0: Aside from the rumble, yeah. you have not wrestled in seven years, yeah. you are medically cleared mm-hmm. and you just signed to AEW. Yep. Like what is I
1: this have, world? I have no idea what's going on.
0: So your shirt, you had to go through the whole process of getting a shirt done up for this. Cause we got to get those merch sales up, baby
1: yeah I mean yeah I mean <laughs>
0: how did you figure that out
1: what getting cleared
0: no, no, no we're gonna get, get into the clear okay. thing that's a whole can of worms yeah. we're gonna get into I'm just trying to the debut first okay so you get the shirt done outwork yeah. everybody yeah was that was that easy or hard for you to come up with like what you wanted like that initial phrasing to be
1: I got a call on Saturday night and you know I'm sitting there like any good Canadian yes watching a hockey game watching hockey night in Canada fuck Talk, bud fucking right bud um, <laughs> Ron
0: McLean bud <laughs> yeah
1: and um in Florida, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, on my, on my NHL app. So uh, can I have
0: the login for that?
1: I'll give you the login. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. I'm sure you can afford it.
0: But
1: <laughs> <you> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I get text saying, um, Hey, you know, we'd like to have a shirt ready to go for release after. And it was some drawings and they were cool and then, and, and, you know, cool graphics and stuff like that. And I don't know if they were, you know, kind of knowing where my head was at, but obviously wanted something and I said, well, let's, let's think about this. I think there's a cool phrase here somewhere. So I thought about it for a little bit. Like, what am I here to do? In reality, I'm here to outwork everyone. Yeah. So that's kind of how it came up. And it was like, it's, it's simple. It's effective. I think it's straight to the point. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, I think, embodies what my career has been all about. Yeah, And I've always felt like I had to go out there and prove that I outwork everybody. And there's been, I've always gone to the ring with a chip on my shoulder and kind of felt that pressure of, you know, whether it's warranted or not, but I always felt like, you know, they don't realize how good I am. Now I have to show them tonight. That was just the, the mindset that I brought with me and it's the mindset that I bring with me now. And my trainer, uh, Ron Hutchison, he ingrained it in me early in my career. doesn't matter if there's 10 people or 10,000 people. You give the people what they pay to see. Mm-hmm. You never take a night off.
0: How big is that chip on your shoulder now coming into this situation? And like, I mean, you and I've been talking leading up yeah. to this, but now the situation that it's not like you're coming in to be a part-time performer you're in it to so win yeah, it like you're it, there yeah.
1: it's uh if i didn't have the confidence that i would be able to go like i did i wouldn't even be attempting this yeah this is one of the things that i've always take, taken pride in if my name is on something if i'm involved in something i'm all in on it there's there's no different here like i'm, I'm coming back to prove that that i'm one of the best in my mind to ever you know, i hate Saying these kind of things, but I feel like I'm one of the best to ever do this. Yeah, that's what I was born to do. So I'm. I'm Don't be back.
0: Canadian about it. Let the people know. I'm, Say it I'm, louder for the people in the back.
1: I'm coming back to to prove that and to um to prove to to you know the the fans and and and, and it's in a weird sense like my body's kind of been preserved for seven years. Yeah. You know, bump and free. Yeah, I'm seven years older, but also like I haven't I haven't put any damage on my body in mm-hmm. seven years, and I think that's saying something. Yeah. And um it's given all the other little nagging things that like have Austin that, powers that, up in here. Yeah. But, but it's <laughs> like all those little nagging things that had kind of accumulated over the years have had given the proper amount of time to heal. And, you know, I feel good. Yeah. And not just like physically, but mentally I'm in a good place. Like 2020 was hard for everybody. It was hard for me. And then like, you know, and, and I've talked about it before, like I was, I was living that retired life happily. Mm-hmm. Like I was, you know, eating, you know box of cheetos at night oh my on the couch with the crumbs on me and get them <laughs> dust them off like it was nothing you know no
0: shame in that no game no shame
1: in that and then at at one point is I, I kind of you know realized that it wasn't the way that i wanted to live and wasn't happy with how i how i looked and how i felt and you know the the whole thing kind of started when i when i did the unsanctioned match with Randy where i couldn't get physically touched and yeah. and it was a real thing and i was like really this is where i'm at that i can't get like I can't get touched, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so I kind of took it upon myself and I made my own appointment and all those sorts of things. And I went to, um, there's a place in Tampa called the uh, university of South Florida concussion center. And I saw them before I was retiring and, and all those sorts of things. So I saw the same doctor and I made the appointment, went in on my own, didn't tell anybody I was doing it. My thought process was, you know, if I go in and they tell me that they think I'm good, it opens up new doors. And yeah. if they say, no, you shouldn't do this. I'm in no different situation than, I was when I woke up that morning. Sure. So I went into the tests and we sat, I sat down with the doctor after and he's like, you, you like crushed these tests.
0: When was this? Like October?
1: No, it was earlier than that. It was like June. Oh shit. End of June. And um, he's like, "You, you were average or above average on all these test scores. You didn't fail on anything. And then all your physical scores were good. And then we just had a conversation. I just told him like where my head was at. And I was like, you know, if you think I'm crazy and you don't think I should do this, that's fine. But I just, I just needed to know. And he's like, I don't think you're crazy at all. I think you can do this.
0: I mean, that is crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you look back to January at the Royal Rumble, the fact that you were in the Final Four mm-hmm. with Edge, with yep. Daniel Bryan no one would have ever thought that that would be the situation for any of the three of you. So for you to be able to take it upon yourself and go in and go get yourself medically cleared. Mm -hmm. So you had to do steps beyond that, obviously. You got cleared by your doctor and then you had spoken to WWB. Yeah.
1: So, um, well then I was like, after that, I was like, man, I really need to get in shape now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you know, it doesn't matter if it was, it was here or elsewhere. You can't just go like, Hey, I'm cleared. You know, if you, you know, if you give me a job, I'll, I'll get in shape. Yeah. You know, you kind of have to put the work in and then say, Hey, you know, if I come back, this is what you're getting. I was like, well, you know, here we go. The work is starting today. So um, Adam edge had been using a nutrition company out of Tampa called nutrition solutions. They basically, you know, prepare custom meals. And
0: you're one of those guys. now.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> you know, it's great. It was, it was kind of life-changing. So they um, did that. And then um, I built a little, like, when I tell you, like I built a minimalist gym in my garage and it was like kind of going back to the basics. You know, like when you go to the gym, you're like, okay, well, this kind of works. This, I, I know I like, you know, doing this machine, this cable crossover machine or like <laughs> something like, you know, eh, it's easy, but like it makes you think, it makes you work, you know, work a little yes. bit harder, it makes you creative yes. with the exercises and stuff like that. And like I literally did all that work with a bar, some dumbbells, a kettlebell, I found a battle rope.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and um, a couple slam balls. And, I eventually, down the line, got an assault bike in my garage. Oh well, my but god! Actually, but I didn't even have that for the longest time. Yeah, I like guess that's, that's probably only two months at this point.
0: So you can get those on Amazon. We ended up ordering ours. Off yeah, so I got my thank god, bring that. Yeah, thing but it
1: was yeah, it was when did I get that? Yeah, probably two three months I mean, ago.
0: Horrible.
1: Yeah, horrible. terrible. Oh, they, I them, Such great. a bad yeah. time,
0: but it works. yeah. yeah. So aside from like. Obviously the nutrition solutions, mm-hmm. but you did all of your own training. You yep. between the nutrition solutions and the training, mm-hmm. that's how we get to abs, Christian Cage.
1: Yeah. I started planking. Change your life. Oh. Yeah.
0: The plank. Yeah. Okay. I've never
1: planked before in my life. Really? Yeah. I know I plank every day for like five minutes.
0: The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcome of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you even more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA in play. So the action's always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA in play is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in play today. Uh, OK, so you're getting in great shape. What is the step after that?
1: Uh, I got called back to do something at WWE for, I do remember what pay-per-view it was.
0: I Can't think of what that was either. Uh, still working with Randy though, right? Yeah,
1: I was coming back and doing something where I jumped them kind of back. He had all the legends that he had kind of taken out right. ready to jump backstage. And I kind of floated it out there before that to Vince that I was had been cleared. You know, he was very happy about it. And uh, we had a couple of good conversations about it. And um I said there's still some work to do, but we'll see where we where we get to at, at this point. And um, you know, we just kind of move forward from there. You know, I knew that I wasn't still wasn't ready to 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 get back at that point, And that was probably like end of September, October. I knew there was still some work to do, but I was, I was much closer than I was in July.
0: What have your conversations with Edge been like during all this? Cause I mean, he obviously had yeah, to went, go through some, well, a ton uh, of shit to get back in the ring you know, as well. He,
1: well, he was one of the very few people that knew, right. And mm-hmm. knew the work that I was putting in. And when I like kind of told him what I was thinking, he's like, he was very supportive obviously because, you know, we've been taken away from him as well. And when you get to that point where you think it's gone and then it comes back, it's, so it's, it's almost like what just happened you know and i know like yeah. when he when he came back at royal rumble the year previous you know he's a very he's always been very good at um keeping his nerves in check mm-hmm. and i've never really seen him nervous before and he was super nervous before that rumble and i was just kind of there just kind of lightening the mood making him feel positive like ah, man and
0: like this the- is fucking spear <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was like i was like yeah man you know it's like riding a bike you know and it's just a very calming presence for him just like Enough to worry about. And then yeah. he kind of did the same for me here. Yeah. Because it's it, when it's you.
0: You need someone to yeah. shut you down. A so
1: bit. it was kind of like the same the, the just reverse roles. I did this like you can do it too and just a, a great sounding board and here we are.
0: So looking back at the fact that you were in the final four in the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, just yeah I mean not very long ago. Would you have thought at that point heading into that end of January that you would be where you are right now, that you would have signed to AEW?
1: No, I would not think that at all, to be honest with you. It all happened really quick. I wasn't sure how it was going to go after. And, you know, all the talks that that I, that I had were very cordial and, and, you know, yeah. And obviously with, um, I'm good friends with you. I'm good friends with your husband, John. Sleeping in the room on the other side of his camera. you know, he, he talked to me and, you know, had his opinions and stuff like that. It made me kind of think that like, okay, maybe I'm, a, I am doing myself a disservice if I don't at least explore all my options.
0: Sure. And,
1: um, at this final stage of my career and, um, I ended up having a conversation with, with Tony and it just, it escalated very quickly and mm-hmm. went very fast within a week. It was, it was a done deal.
0: Cause you had met Tony prior. I mean, you guys have known each other a little bit here and yeah. there.
1: So I met Tony years ago. Uh, I was in Boston doing something. And Chris Nowinski is also a friend. Um, traveled with him a little bit mm-hmm. when he was in his uh, wrestling career. And Did he
0: help you with the concussions? No,
1: he didn't actually. I didn't even talk to him, which was kind of silly. I should have yeah. been more in touch with him. Well, he knew I was, it was in Boston. He called me and said, Hey, I'm going to come by your hotel. We'll grab a bite. Do you mind if I bring a friend? And I was like, no, of course not. And it was Tony, you know, this was like said, seven years ago. So, I just remember how passionate he was about wrestling then and yeah. just talking to me, like telling me things about my career that I didn't even
0: remember. Like was an encyclopedia <laughs> he wrestling. Is.
1: Yeah. He was talking to me about wrestling and I was trying to convince him to make me the general manager of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: <laughs> How's that fan like,
1: out? I, 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 well, I still don't have the job.
0: Okay. Well, so yeah, I are closer. I was like, hey, closer man. than you were. Yeah.
1: I was like, well, listen, like, think outside the box here. A Canadian that's never worked in American football in his right. life, never played a down of football in his life, <laughs> taking over... The general manager duties of this NFL team. It could okay. be
0: cargo rules. Yeah, it
1: could be good for you know.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: get some buzz here for the <laughs> <Still laughs>
0: team. It, cra- it
1: might be crazy enough to work.
0: do an uh, the box thinker. Yeah, it didn't happen. Okay, but here we are now. Yeah, we're a little yeah. bit closer. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's just it's it's just blowing my mind the whole thing that this is all happening that now I mean heading into this week you're going to be at TV. You yeah. get to work. You're going to be wrestling. Uh, I mean, aside from being in the Royal Rumble, it's been seven years. Mm-hmm. What? How long is it going to take you to knock off any ring rust or feel like you're like ready to go?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, if, if I could think I come back and do this at the highest level or as good as I ever could, I, I wouldn't even attempt it because like, yeah, I just I, I wouldn't do that to the fans first of all. And then I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to myself and I wouldn't do that to uh, the company. Yeah, you know, I just wouldn't do it.
0: Isn't it crazy that now seven years later that your daughter can have an appreciation for what you do now? I know she's so crazy. Isn't that nuts she's that so she's going to be able to like come to shows and like see you rest. So you probably thought that that was never going to happen.
1: She's so funny. Like I don't even know where to start with her. She's just, she's, just, she's the best. And. Um,
0: well, cause she's a little performer. She's too. a performer.
1: Yeah. She loves Lady Gaga. Yes. It's so funny. Cause she dresses like a little girly girl, but she's definitely not. Yeah. She's like a tomboy in her actions. Yeah. But like, she'll be the one wearing like a Elsa dress, but she's out there like climbing a tree and hanging off the branch I'm and dropping lizards. like six feet. Yeah. She's like <laughs> carrying a terrarium around the neighborhood, <laughs> catching lizards and putting yeah. them in, in the thing or, or like bruises all over her legs. And yeah. like, just no fear, which is scary. But, um, uh, recently she said to me, she was, daddy, um, why, why were you a wrestler?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> and I
1: said, well, I said, it was that what daddy wanted to do when I was a little boy. And, um, you know, I, I, I learned how to do it and I worked hard at it and it became my job. And, you know, it's, you know, this is just, it's just like, just kind of explain the whole thing to her. And then out of the blue, she looks at me and she goes, but why did you kill people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> and She goes, I
1: said, like, excuse me. She goes. When they fall down, aren't they dead? And I was like, no, Aww. they're not. I said, no, they're
0: not dead. I like, They
1: get back up. Don't worry. I said, it's a competition. Yeah, you know, you're just trying to just trying to beat somebody. And then, you know, everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. And then she, I was like, oh man, that was pretty deep.
0: I feel <laughs> so like you're like, going to be in a lot of trouble yeah. though once you start bringing her around because she already has that her own showmanship skills. Yeah. she's going to get under those lights and see this like big stage, and you're screwed, my friend. Yeah,
1: I mean, she will stand in the kitchen and sing Lady Gaga for three hours a day if you let her.
0: I've and seen like, it.
1: But and this it's
0: very good is the scary yeah, thing. Yeah, and she's got is like, that she's not just like fucking around. Like she's very yeah, good.
1: Yeah, she, she actually like hits notes and He's stuff like, like she that. Like holds like she like rolls them. She's yeah, yeah. like
0: bravado. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know anything about music, but she like hits notes and like she mimics the, the movements and the dance. Like she does full performances. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and now what she's doing is. What she thinks Lady Gaga looks like, she puts on like a bathing suit and then she'll find like a gymnastics outfit and then she'll layer outfits. Love it. So she'll have like six outfits on at a time.
0: <laughs> oh, out. and do you like wardrobe changes? She'll do,
1: so she'll go Alexa, play whatever, and then she'll sing along to it. And then that song's over. Next. That comes off and she's wearing the next, she's wearing the next it's outfit. And she does like each song she, because she's watched the videos and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So she... She, her interpretation of what those outfits look like, she'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll have a wardrobe change, full wardrobe change. So yeah, but um, she, I think she definitely is going to be a performer of some sort. She just You're has so no fear. Like, yeah. She's
0: going to be able to come see you though. Yeah. Like, she's going cool, to come yeah. see you do what you do. Because before it's one thing to watch things on tape, but now at seven for her to have a better understanding. And now, cause I mean, God, if she ever came to WWE, she would have been a tiny little thing. Right. Yeah but now for her to be able to see you in yeah, your element, like that's, it's real. What a cool moment to be able to have with her.
1: Yeah. The only time she was ever backstage was when she was practically a newborn. Yeah. And I was doing the, um, the papery pre-show panels
0: Oh in, yeah, in Tampa.
1: Right. And she came for a couple hours and other than that, she's never been backstage. So it's very much, uh, in her, you know, element, I think like she would, I think she'd be like kind of, uh, enthralled by all that goes Mm -hmm. on and just the the busyness of it all. And like that, just, she would be thrilled with all that stuff. So at some point
0: she'd be the ringleader of all the other kids. Yeah. To be showing up backstage too.
1: Yeah. But she's like, she's so funny, man.
0: Oral sessions is proud to be presented by FanDuel. You guys never played FanDuel fantasy before. Great. FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do I play FanDuel? I play FanDuel because I'm new to the fantasy game. I kind of need somebody to hold my hand through the whole process. And the thing with the FanDuel Fantasy app is that it's so incredibly easy to use. Even a dumb dumb like me can make it work. And if you happen to be a fence sitter like yours truly, you guys can pick a new team every single game. You can switch it up. You can change your mind. It's all up to you. Ball is in your court. So FanDuel is offering new users a deposit match of up to 500 smackaroos when you make your first deposit. Just go to FanDuel.com/cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com/cowherd. FanDuel, more ways to win. Um, okay, so in AEW, who do you want to work with? What's like your dream scenario? man. I don't know. Like, are we to, what is, what are the terms of your contract? Are we allowed to say like how long you're there? Do you want to say that? Do you not? Want yeah. To it's a that?
1: long, no, it's a long-term deal. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, um you know, I'm, I'm not here for just a couple of matches and then out. Like I'm, I'm here for the for the long haul. Yeah. And, uh, like all these possibilities and you never thought we're going to be less than a year ago. were even real. You yeah. Know? And you look at this roster and like, there's so much young talent as well. I mean, obviously John and I have wrestled so many times, but we've, Mm -hmm. we, we we bonded over wrestling. Yeah. You know, like we had never worked together, but we never really had much communication together. But when we worked together, it was kind of like open that door with him. Like I said, he's kind of a nut, tough nut to crack, but almost like open the door with him as far as having conversations and things like that, Mm -hmm. where it was like, we kind of became on a different level where it's like, and I appreciate all the things that he said about me,
0: yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, because John, I mean, John's like a huge, as we said, he's like yeah. a huge wrestler. Like, he loves to, he watches and loves everything, but the thing that always sticks out in my mind is him saying that he just thought that he knew everything there was to know about wrestling, essentially, and then he stepped in the ring with you and was like, oh, shit. This guy it, it, fucking knows way so, more than me. This guy's so good. Like, yeah, his just, whole experience with you and what well, is like, being a student, like when he was within his shield and
1: whatnot. Yeah, just being like a student of the game, right? Like, I mean, I just... You study everything, and he's kind of the same way. Like he's he's got his finger on the pulse of everything that's going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, at some point, he and I are, are gonna do something yeah. together. At some point, which is I can't wait because we always have great chemistry. But like, I mean, to look at a guy like Kenny Omega, who I still, even though I was there yesterday, I still never met him. I didn't even see him yesterday.
0: I feel like he's a tough nut to crack too.
1: Well, it's, it's
0: I keep trying to yeah. make it happen. I'm like, hey, we're both from Canada. Should we be buddies? But I, I don't see him often enough to uh-huh. so like really make this relationship flourish, but I'm yeah. working
1: on it. So, but, you know, I mean, obviously his he's got a reputation for having great matches mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So I think at some point that's inevitable that something will happen there. But you know, when I, I, or I look at a young guy, like, like a Darby Allen. Yeah. Who's got that kind of, you don't know what it is, but he's got something right. Mm-hmm. That kind of Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Cool factor about him. Obviously I like the young bucks, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the edge and Christian thing can not happen, but right. yeah. you know, at, at some point, you know, you have to think, something will happen with, with, with those guys. Yeah. And
0: um, about like you and that.
1: Yeah. That could, that could happen too. But I mean, you think about like, like those guys were obviously Edge and Christian and Hardy boys fans. Yeah, you know? So for, yeah. to be able to share space with them and, and, and um uh, you know, eventually do something with them as well. Yeah. It's huge. And I mean, this is such, such a wide open thing and uh, I haven't even fully wrapped my brain around it yet, but you know, or like MJF. Like I think that yeah. kid is super talented. He's got it. You know, 100%. like he's got like um even like the promos and things like that. Like he he just he gets it.
0: Him and Jericho together, yeah. right, and too. Um
1: getting in there with a young kid like that and kind of you know, same mm-hmm. same thing, kind of um uh, seeing where he's at and also help him. Yeah. In, in a sense as well. It's uh, that's exciting to me as well. Like, you know, the, the fact that Ross are so young, being able to really
0: very young, you
1: know, get in there and you know, help mold some of these, these guys. And even, it's just like I said, it's, it's, that's kind of what also coming back meant to me was mm-hmm. like helping set up the next, next generation after this.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be part of the deal as well. I mean, obviously as an in ring performer, but then helping younger talent, putting on that producer hat and yeah, I
1: mean, I can do anything. Like lending I mean,
0: your mind. Yeah. To I mean,
1: like, you know, if I'm part of the team, I'm part of the team. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like I don't know everything, but I know a lot of things. Yeah. So, and if nothing else, and that's what I loved about a guy like Pat Patterson. Yeah. So to me, he was a genius.
0: And, and he loved being He loved
1: around. to talk about wrestling. Yes. And Pat was one of these guys who was so well respected for his mind. Mm-hmm. And, and but you could sit there and you could talk with him and debate wrestling. And almost. And he loved that. He, yeah. You know, he, that was like something that excited him. So, and he never got offended where, like, you know, if some guys are talking about like me, you're like, ah, I don't really agree with that. I'm like, What
0: do you mean? Like, been around for anything. Pat Patterson what but, are you talking but, about
1: but Pat wasn't like that he'd yeah you would like, be like why not and then debate it yeah. and you debated yeah and like he almost like lived for that yeah you know? and it was like where you have that discussion of, of, of like his beliefs and yours yeah you know, feelings on a certain subject or whatever it was and you, and you and you just have this long talk and man I just I love that about him so much and
0: uh then, oh, the classic you know who's yeah. asking about you nobody, nobody. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fell for it every time. Somehow.
0: Too. Like, oh, no, nobody. Great. Thanks. Was it a difficult decision to really decide to come to AEW? I mean, you, like you said, you left WWE back in 2005, went to TNA. Yeah. But for you to come back to this conclusion, was it difficult for you to get Well, there?
1: I mean, of course, I mean, there's always, whenever there's like some sort of, you know, decision like that, life altering decision, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Obviously I didn't have a lot of time to think about this, but it was mm-hmm. like, um, what I really needed was the best platform for me to like said, I, I kind of got a second lease on life here with this to be able to showcase that, but also help. Yeah. You know, where could I, where could I help also the next generation? The best. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I felt here at AEW. Like that's, that was this, like my initial talks with Tony, like I said, they, the first conversation we had, we talked for two hours. Yeah. And from that initial conversation, I was like, man, like I didn't think it was going to go that well. And it came together pretty quickly after that, you know, just, um, I think we hit it off kind of had the same feeling as to to where he saw me and what I could do and what I could bring to the table and how I could help the roster and help myself and help the show. And it's like, there's something intriguing Mm -hmm. about that to me. Yeah. And I like a challenge. Yeah. And, um, it was not an easy decision, but it, it, um, it also wasn't a hard decision, if that makes right. any sense, yeah. you know, like, I mean,
0: well, it's like everything kind of lined up and it's like, you look at, I mean, you talk about 2020 being a weird year and now here, are, here we are in 2021 and you're cleared and there's other options, Yeah, you know, like you <laughs> really get to be back in that like driver's seat to dictate how this last run is going to go for you in, in your career. I and mean, for you to be able to go out and have this, like, I'm assuming a singles run, yeah. Is like, I mean, whatever you get to do, you've got a long-term deal. I'm sure you get to do a little bit of everything, yeah. but like you get to be in control of that and do the creative and be a part right. of that rather than just like, here, we've got you booked in this.
1: Yeah. Whatever. I mean, there, there was
0: so-and-so over.
1: There was something intriguing about being, being able to be a little more hands-on with everything mm-hmm. and having that challenge as well. It just felt like the right situation. And like, there's, there's nothing wrong with WWE and the way they do things. Sure. And then it's, and
0: it works, obviously, yeah. to a degree. For yeah. certain people, so, it's great, but and, you've already done it, and it's, and it's like th- trying on a new hat right. figuring new yeah. shit out.
1: So it's, it's, it's one of the, like, I needed this for me at this point.
0: And your music. You're able to get the old Christian yeah. Cage music. So that's that, a big deal. Yeah,
1: that's cool. And, like, you know, they you know Tony had brought up, like, he was such a fan of the Christian Cage TNA era. So I was like, why can't we use that music? And there's obviously a partnership with, with Impact, sure. or, you know, or So I said, you know, we could do that and then kind of revamp it and make it our own. It doesn't have to be the exact same, but it can be in the the same kind of vein.
0: An homage. Yeah.
1: And you like that. So that's kind of, um, kind of what we did. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Like I've always, I always loved that music. So it was uh, kind of a no brainer Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it was was pretty exciting.
0: (laughs) I was talking to Big Show, which is going to be the interview after this interview, but like, what do we do without getting them? Well, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> music is yeah. huge. Yeah. So the fact that you were able to get something that people were familiar with. Yeah. And that was something I was like intrigued on those crowd shots when your music hit, when you came out of the pay-per-view to be like, oh, people are going to like register this right away. You yeah. could see people like, oh, shit, I know what this is.
1: Yeah. Having something recognizable was was big. And, and thankfully that, that
0: worked out as well. Hell oh, yeah. All right. Well, listen, we've talked about you joining. You're back. You are back. You are cleared. You're signed to All Elite Wrestling. You're back to being Christian Cage. You got to yeah. figure out that signature, sort that shit out, however that's going to go. Not,
1: did, 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 uh, yeah. I almost forgot like how to write Christian Cage when I signed the contract in, yeah. in the ring. Uh, <laughs> I
0: was like, <laughs> yeah, this is a
1: design Christian. So,
0: just sign your yeah. like legal name. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't be happier for you. I cannot wait to see oh, where everything's going to go for you. This is going to be yeah. so cool. Yeah. And I we'll mean, have many, many late nights. Yeah. And again. obviously,
1: you know, you and John have been huge, uh, you know, sounding boards for me and, and friends and, uh, confidants. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, we've had over this whole pandemic and we were trying to, trying to figure out when was the last time we saw each other, which, was we re, we thought it was the year, but then it was at, at in Orlando at some point.
0: Yes. It was when you were there and you were right. not clear. Well, I guess you were technically maybe. No, I wasn't at that point. Oh no, because it was right when we got our,
1: right when we had so, to do
0: the COVID testing. Yeah. So it would have been like so, yeah. March. So
1: we'd always kind of just just random text like, hey, FaceTime hang.
0: <laughs> 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 <Just, you know, laughs> have some cocktails, jump yeah. on the FaceTime, yeah. have a so, little hang. Yeah. It was really hard holding on to the information of like. I mean, when you called and told us that you were cleared, I was like, yeah. "What?"
1: Yeah, and you guys were like very, like when I say like very few people knew. Obviously, shows what kind of like friendship we all have. Too, yeah, that like I share that information with you guys. Yeah, trusted you enough with like with it. so it's like, You know, and like you know, getting your guys' thoughts on it too. And I just I remember you were like you're the really kind of jaw dropping. And like John kind of got the He's <laughs> paced. <laughs> He's like, came back to me." He
0: did that when I told him I was pregnant. He <laughs> <by> the way. <laughs> he, like,
1: like, he goes, "No, wait a minute." So what you're saying is like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like getting all like serious, and <laughs> I
0: had to fully yeah. because I yeah. mean, when you yeah. just say, "Hey, let's hop on Facetime," yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, no problem." Yeah. And then you're like, "Hey, by the way, medically cleared." It was like, "Excuse fucking yeah. me, yeah. what?" Yeah. Like I had no idea that, that yeah. was ever going to be a possibility. Because yeah. also, I mean, I feel like your whole concussion situation was not all that documented. Like I feel like your whole retirement was also, I'm doing that in air quotes for people that are just listening to this, but like that was very kind of brushed under the rug.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say brushed under the rug, but it was also one of those things where, you know, seven years ago, obviously things have advanced Mm -hmm. since then. Yeah. And I think I just needed the time. Like I probably had a post-concussion syndrome when I kind of retested and I just needed some time. And they said, I don't know for sure, but that's just like how I feel about it. Like after these tests and they told me like, you're at no greater risk than you were at any point in your life.
0: I wonder uh, when like when so like, like that's going to all just be reevaluated because I imagine. Like, did you talk to Daniel Bryan about much of this had, you guys uh, got together?
1: We talked a little bit about it, but like I mean I talked to him more about it when it was when he was getting cleared. Like but I obviously had a lot more time in between where I just like let everything heal, you know?
0: And yeah.
1: it's crazy, man.
0: What are the tests that they put you through?
1: So then I went up to Pittsburgh after the the one in in Tampa. And I went through like a five hour, like through the ringer
0: test. And it's like physical, physical, like 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 I had to do like
1: like a full, like 45 minute workout in the gym. Mm -hmm. I had to do like balance tests. Like I was doing tests where they had like these, like, like almost like ski goggles on my face. And they were like putting lights into my eyes and having me look in different directions where my pulled my eyes up, like on a screen and we're looking at and like, see, I guess my like my reaction times and stuff like that. Just everything. Like just, I saw like four different specialists within those five hours and it was really thorough. And and then, you know, had a discussion with, with, uh, with that doctor after as well. And he he said the same thing as a doctor in in Tampa.
0: As much as there's so much information to be found through all this, there's still so much people don't know as, I mean, the brain is so complex. It's
1: so complex. Yeah. And he even said to me, he's like, I need you to not go into the ring with, fear or anxiety because mm-hmm. you can make yourself more susceptible. Sure. he said you can't go in there thinking that you're going to get hurt. You can't go in there thinking that like, you mm-hmm. not you're not at any greater risk now than you were at any point in your life or career. You have to go in there with full confidence that you're, you're yeah. going to be fine. Did because you
0: feel that way? I did. I didn't
1: even think about it at all. When I went in for rumble, it yeah. did not cross my mind once.
0: Cause I mean, you always hear that with any injury, it's yeah. like, if you tweak your knee. It's like, you yeah. think about it, you're probably going to fuck it up again. Yeah. So if it's like the thing that's in the back of your mind, but I mean, obviously easier said than done to just put that on the back burner yeah. than actually going out there but when you have seven years where you feel good and have had no concussion, like symptoms then yeah. game on
1: wild times.
0: Yes. 2021 yeah. is the year things are turning around <laughs> yeah. f off 2020 we're yeah. back coming in hot here in 2021 um all right i know that you've had a late night i gave you coffee yes it's got you a did. long thank drive you. ahead of you yeah uh, so you must go deal with those things but thanks for hanging out with me telling us your story here you are part of aw yeah. congratulations thank you
1: appreciate it
0: Sweet, there we go. We got the interview in the bag, exclusive premiere podcast, YouTube content right here with you, girl. Um, so yeah, guys, tune in to AEW Dynamite this Wednesday. He's uh, he's there, he's the guy. He's booked, he's gonna be booked and busy. You guys can be seeing Christian all over your TV screens, uh, seeing the, the wonderful inner workings of Christian, the way his mind works, helping to develop some of the younger talent in AEW, helping to string some of the shows together, all the things that he's going to be contributing in and out of the ring. It's all happening right now. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out. We've got another great episode coming up this week. We've got The Big Show, aka Paul White. Paul White's going to be on the show. Can't wait. Um, Two back-to-back great interviews with some Cool dudes, I think you guys will really enjoy it. Um, I think that you know where to follow me at Renee Paquette on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow all things uh, for the Volume Network at The Volume Sports. That's both their Twitter and their Instagram. And don't forget, friends, that there's a YouTube page. Um, We're trying to like really pump this out. If you've not, if you're, even if you're still listening right now, do people still listen to the outros of podcasts? Honestly, probably not. Um, Emilio shaking his head at me that yes, people do, but I think that we both can concur that people don't listen to these, <laughs> but if you are listening, head on over to my YouTube page, you can just search my name, Renee Paquette, uh, cause we have all of the video content for these interviews. So in this one with Christian and the one coming up with big show, we actually happened to be in the same room for these interviews. Um, and before anyone, you know, gets like a wild hair up their ass about this, we were all COVID tested. Uh, everyone is safe. We're all medically cleared and uh, good and cool to go. So pump your brakes. We're all healthy. Um, so yeah, check it all out. Just search my name on YouTube, like subscribe, comment, all of the things. Um, cause we actually have some other videos that we will be releasing later on. Once we get our, uh, once we get our numbers up, I think once we get like 70 K, which I think we're about like 60, 62 K right now, uh, I've got some other footage I'm going to be releasing to you guys, but I will be teasing that on uh, the old Twitter machine or Instagram or wherever I happen to do that. You guys, we get all that info. I've been rambling far too long about this. No one's even listening anymore. Thank you so much for hanging out and, uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.